Hey, what is up? Welcome to the Gimmick Street Wrestling Podcast. I am Funky Sam Medina, and today I am joined by comedian, cosplayer, con man, Danny Bazongas. Danny Bazongas. I don't know how I'm a con man. Oh, oh Comic Con man. Oh, yeah, like there you go. There you go. Oh, I like it. I like isn't it. They okay. call people who go to conventions a lot con man. Uh, I've never been called that, but I like it. <laughs> I just made that up actually right before we got that, the- That's cool, oh, dude. Hell yeah. How you doing, man? All right, man. That's a new, that's a new way we can identify each other now. Are you a con man? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get dressed and go. All right. The only way uh, it could backfire is if it ends up being Rob Conway. Because uh, he's the original con man. The con man. Hell yeah. How's it going, man? How's life? How's life out in frozen Connecticut? Oh, it's not really all that frozen right now. We're uh, actually going to have a 59 degree weekend. Ooh, summertime. You yeah. get a tan out there. And- yeah, and we have hardly any snow this year at all. So it's like uh, some cold mornings, but you know, it's it's been worse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, we didn't even have a white Christmas. It was just snow, and then it rained and ball melted. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, thank it is. You, uh, thank you. Global you know, warming. you know what? And every time this happens, because like as you as I was just saying, you know, I did grow up in Southern California. So I never experienced snow. I never had snow days at school, which they do here in Connecticut. But, however, I lived in the L.A. basin in the 70s, and the air quality was so horrible that you actually had to stay home from school some days if the air quality was at a a stage four alert. Oh, dang. If it was stage three, you couldn't go out for recess. And stage two, you had to, like, you know, not do P.E., but most days is where stage one. I was like, damn, I had to miss school because of smog, not because of snow. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. That's crazy. It's, I, I didn't uh, I didn't experience that. That's fun. But, you know, as like most Southern Californians, Christmas Day, I would be riding my new bike with shorts and flip-flops right before we started the barbecue. <laughs> nice. Christmas Day. And I and I, I remember those days while I'm shoveling snow in Connecticut. I'm like, God damn, he's still fucking wearing flip-flops and shorts riding my bike. Open your presents, <laughs> and it's like pant legs. It's a surfboard. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Roller man. blades. A shirt that says dude. <laughs> the full California experience, huh? Right. Oh no, the California raisin. That was that was your your calling, man. <laughs> you had you. to have a California raisin shirt. So why don't you uh, tell us a bit about you and, uh, you know, your comedy and your life and stuff like that so we can get to know you. Oh, first. I am uh, in Portland, Connecticut, originally from uh, the Los Angeles area. I moved out here uh, after I got divorced so I can get the farthest away from my ex-wife as I possibly could. So I gave her the West <laughs> without, Coast. Uh, without an ocean, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, if I could jump the ocean, I would have. But, I, you know, I, I ended up out here. So, um, yeah, I do like a lot of Zoom comedy. I do some open mics here in the area. Don't really have a big, uh, you know, uh, uh, is that a, what we call that, a, a resume there as far as shows go? Yeah, it happens. <laughs> so, That's yeah, cool, I got man. a tour coming up uh, next month in California. That's exciting. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Plug the yeah, dates. They can't see your... Uh... They can't see your flyer, so plug the dates. Okay, so um, I'm going to be March 14th in Burbank at Flappers Comedy Club, uh, 118 East Magnolia, 9 p.m. And then Friday, March 15th at Old West Brewing Company, 325 Industrial Parkway, Suite B, 6 p.m. in the city of Tehachapi. And then I'm off to Riverbank where I have a private event going on at uh with the family there you know we're having uh corned beef and cabbage because it's st patrick's day Woo! and then march 18th stockton california ground stack coffee 3210 pacific avenue 6 p.m and that is with the funky sam right here yeah that'll be fun oh man I, i'll tell you offline but we're really upgrading that uh that 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 mic okay that and then show. finally i'm coming to my hometown of hawthorne california 
Tuesday, March 19th at the Hawthorne Moose Lodge, 13212 Inglewood Avenue. It's also Taco Tudes Day that day. $3 tacos, they're stirred from 5.30 until I eat every last one of them. Now, that Taco Tude. Whoa, Taco Tude. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. That's rad. That's rad. And then back right. to California where I'm playing the next tour. That's cool, though. I'm excited about your tour. I'm excited about you coming out here and seeing you and stuff. Yeah. We've been friends online for uh, way too long. Oh, yeah. You, wait, yeah I, bro, didn't, we, I didn't we mean that the way. I didn't mean that the way. We wear each other's shirts, bro. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'll probably wear uh, one of the my Bazonga sweaters to uh, to the shirt, to the mic too because it gets. I still cold. got a funky Sam Medina shirt. Hell yeah, man! Hell yeah! I should wear my funky Sam Medina shirt too. We could be twins. And I got uh, hypothetical comedy wristbands. Hell yeah! That's cool. That's cool. Uh, so you want to talk about some professional wrestling? Yes, we, I was watching the AEW tonight. Hell yeah! Well, before we get into that, uh, let's get into some news. Yes. Uh, so first on the agenda, uh, uh, CM Punk got an injury at the Royal Rumble. He tore whatever off of whatever, and he's going to have surgery. He's going to be out four to six months. Uh, rumor is, uh, word is that while he is away, WWE is uh, considering utilizing him for commentary, which is really cool because when he was, uh, you know, in the Federation before years ago. Uh, he did commentary during an injury, and he was absolutely delightful. Uh, what do you think about that? I think that'd be great because, you know, the worst thing I think you could do with uh, Punk right now is to uh, leave him out of the picture altogether. Because even as commentary, he can, you know, do that dig and the antagonizing things that annoy people but keep people coming, you know? Because that, that was a big thing with um, him coming over. People were outraged. But he, people kept watching. People, you know, fell in love with the guy again. Oh, you haven't seen Outrage yet. Um, but <laughs> but uh, I think it would be great uh, because, like you said, it would keep him in the public eye. It's a big deal that he's back. And if he can't wrestle, find a way to utilize him anyway. Right. And, uh, he, can, and he can do a lot more damage with the microphone than he can with a, you know, a body slam. That's true. That's true. Especially uh, he's getting older. You know, he maybe he needs a new career to fall back on. Yeah, he's he's turned into like uh, you know that lion that used to kick your ass when he was young, but now he's old, so now he has to roar and scare you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's 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 a good timing, I feel, because like a lot of these commentary people are right now in wrestling are garbage. Um, I don't. I'm not a fan of Booker T on NXT. I feel like he gets crazy wild, and he like he's. He says inappropriate things sometimes when the women are out there. It's just weird. I don't like Booker T. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Wade Barrett. He's okay. Um, but um, I feel like punk on commentary would spice things up a lot. You know who I think is really underrated as far as that goes was um, I was watching the NXT Halloween Havoc and Scarlett, you know, um, Red, uh, uh, Karen Cross's wife. Yeah. Yeah, she and her, her and uh, um, her and Shotzi were hosting it, right? Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you, she was so good on the bike, I didn't realize it was her because I never hear her talk. She's always like in the back, you know, supporting him. But she, I think she did really good on the mic. I think she would do good as a commentator if you know it doesn't happen with the wrestling thing. Yeah, she did a lot of really good mic work in uh, back in Impact when she was in Impact. Yes. She was like the smoke show and like she was like this hot chick and like she talked about how hot she was all the time and everything. I remember uh, in Impact, she did a storyline where she was being held back for being too hot <laughs> or something like that. It was funny, though. It was good. It was good. Uh, let's see. What else is on the agenda here? Uh, Cody Rhodes. Uh, so on SmackDown on Friday, uh, Cody Rhodes came out and he's the Royal Rumble winner. And Roman Reigns called him out, and Cody Rhodes was going to, you know, essentially pick his his Royal Rumble opponents. Uh, he came out. He talked about how Seth had good points and about how Roman basically ran Seth down. But anyways, Cody talked about one of the people he took counsel with was The Rock. And The Rock comes out, and The Rock gets in Roman's face. And now there's speculation 
that The Rock is taking Cody Rhodes' place. And the WWE Universe, uh, a.k.a. wrestling Twitter, is just upside down. They're so insane right now. It's crazy. Uh, have you been, Have you been on Twitter? Have you been seeing this craziness? Um, I didn't read it off of Twitter, but I do follow um, like uh, WrestleMania. I watch that a lot, so I get a lot. Oh of yeah, my, I love uh, WrestleMania. My insights on that, so I I get a lot from that. And then, um, they then they then they recommend I check out you know um the PW Insider and the Meltzer Report and things like that. So they quote from there, and then ch- you know I try and check that out too. That's cool. But, but yeah, uh, it's been, I, it's I, been I crazy. Been, I, I and honestly, dude, I have not been on Twitter. Since Iron Sheik stopped telling me to go fuck myself. <laughs> I miss Iron Sheik, dude. I have not been back since. I mean, it's not the same without Iron Sheik. I'll tell you that. I know, man. Because he always told me creative ways to go fuck myself. And I, lo- and I love that guy, man. Only that's guy so you could love that tells you to go fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. That's very true. He earned it, um, you know? <laughs> but yeah, so the fans are enraged. They really are. Yes. I heard that WWE uh, shop.com has been overloaded with people trying to return Cody Rhodes merchandise. Um, the, the fans are going wild, but we want Cody. We want Cody. Uh, they even, uh, they went crazy on Monday when Cody came out, which was pretty cool. Good right. for him, man. Like imagine how that makes him feel, right? He's in the ring and these people are just going absolutely insane for him. Yeah. They released the top 10 t-shirts and Cody is five of them. <laughs> I have one. <laughs> there you go. You contributed it to, to the Cody. Which one do you have? Uh, the American Dream one, which has it has this tattoo. Oh, nice! The ugly tattoo. Or American Nightmare. I mean. Yeah. 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 No, I know. I know. Yeah. So he's got that. It's it's that tattoo. I got it um, when I saw uh, WWE when they came to Connecticut. It's a cool logo. It just doesn't look good as a tattoo. Uh, I, I I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's just it's just a conversation piece, whether you want it to be or not, because you can't really hide it. Ever you can you cannot hide it at all. Yeah. Uh. So I think. Uh. I mean, uh, you know, some people think, and, and we're talking about this, and you kind of are on the same assumption here, is that the WWE is uh getting us in a position where Cody is going to be the most over babyface ever, pretty much, and then they're going to end up putting him into a triple threat match. With the Rock and Roman, what do you think about that? That'd be awesome if he beat both of them. That would be really cool. But you know what? Also, it would. For a while, I thought they were going to have like uh, Randy Orton take the title and make him the real legend killer if he could take out Roman Reigns too. Yeah, but Randy was gone for so long. Yeah, but you see how jacked he was when he came back. I've been noticing that about some of these guys. Him and like uh, who was AJ Styles? AJ man. Styles was hella jacked even, too. Yeah. Even like Kevin Owens, who was never he was a strong guy, but he was never really jacked. But now he's starting to get jacked, dude. Like, yeah. What are these guys doing now? They're they're just like getting huge. They're even just, like yeah, uh, um, Hangman, hard, Hangman Adam Page is starting to get a little ripped there too. Dude, you know who's really beefcake is Effie. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you know who Effie is. Effie. Effie, uh, he's a he's an independent wrestler. Uh, he wrestles mainly for GCW, but he's all over the world. Uh, he got oh. in trouble uh, in some state for having uh, like edibles, oh. and so now he is not able to partake in cannabis because he gets drug tested. Oh, so he's I, been, I gotta, he's been living in the gym, so he is massive. Oh, I have like a kind of a tag onto that where I'm really glad that they dropped the charges against uh, Liv Morgan. About her, um, what happened with Liv Morgan? She was pulled over with a vape in her car. Oh, in, in Florida, and Florida, they were going to give her two years, but they dropped it to a five hundred dollar fine, and she's not going to get kicked out of WWE against their zero tolerance thing because you know it was in, it was in. I don't know how she got through it though, but you know the WWE lawyers, because she even was at Royal Rumble when she was like still have court case pending and it was just such a horrible thing for a bait man come on yeah that's awful that's ridiculous it's ridiculous what they get you for in in those states that's why i'm so relieved that they that they dropped all that against her and she's like just i feel like cannabis should be legal federally right 
I mean, I get you're not supposed to do while you're driving, and I, I'll respect that too. I respect, yeah. Treat it like alcohol. That's fine. Treat it just right. like alcohol. You know, you can't do it in public. You can't do it while you're driving. Like if well, you're and a clearly, lot of times, you know, like at concerts, people got to have a little respect for that too. If you can't smoke a cigarette in there, don't smoke anything else. I don't know. I mean, concerts you know are kind of so, sacred, though. Yeah, if it's so bad. It's like when old people my age are out there like, ooh, I'm smoking a joint in the arena. It's like, dude, stop it. That was cool when you were 20. You're 55 now. It's not cool no more. You're not sticking it to the man because you are the man. Stop it. <laughs> you are the man now. But yeah, I agree with you, though. Whatever. I'm glad that Liv Morgan got out of whatever trouble she was in. Yes. Absolutely. So what do, you think Cody, uh, what do you think Cody's going to end up when, when this is all said and done? Cody, I, I would like to see him like with the title. And then I, I kind of have a feeling he's going to get Seth's title too and be like that dual guy for a while. Yeah, that'd just... be rad. My only, I mean, I think it would be cool. My only problem with that is they just made that second title and he'd only be the second holder of it. Right. And then he can knock out Gunther and, uh, um, <laughs> Not got good through and, and uh, Logan Paul in one the same day, <laughs> and then he can get back together with uh, with uh, Jay Uso with the tag titles. Oh, right. Oh, no, who was um, um, actually, I want to see Miz and R Truth get a tag title, man. Yeah, awesome truth. Yeah, because I keep thinking they're going to kick him out of uh, Judgment Day, but then they turn around like, uh, okay, man, like they did the other night. Uh, Damian Priest is like he, he had him like like get beat up and he goes, Oh, so that was my second initiation. Yeah, no. like he got he felt like he got jumped in. Yeah, yeah twice. Twice, yeah. <laughs> Our truth is the shit, man. Oh my god. He's so funny. Remember the rumble he he uh he did that hot tag with Dominic? Yeah, or and he came out when the during the women's um, Yeah. Our truth. Uh so Cody doesn't really I mean Cody if he wins the world, the, the Roman title, like maybe at SummerSlam or Survivor Series, that doesn't prevent him from finishing his story. He never needed to win that at WrestleMania. So it's like, give The Rock the match at WrestleMania, have Cody win the Seth belt at WrestleMania, and then Cody goes down maybe November at Survivor Series. You know, uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr., uh, Ice Cube's son? Yeah. He was talking about how uh, Survivor Series is the anti-Dusty pay-per-view in the first place. Right, because it was created uh, to uh, go against Starcade, which was Dusty's creation, and so he said, "Why not have Cody finish the story at the anti-Dusty pay-per-view, Survivor Series, and it's in Madison wow. Square Garden this year." Ooh, the same building where that belt was in Dusty's hands and it was taken away, right, in 1978, I think. Which is wild. Yeah, who um God Bruno Bruno San Martino had it for what, 13 years? Something like that. Yeah, he had it for a long time. Yeah, yeah. so I hope they're not Almost gonna try to Oh, go ahead. I was hoping they don't let Roman go that long. <laughs> yeah, it's almost as long as Roman's had it. They just start <laughs> combining Roman's title reigns. Like it's been seven years. Uh another addition to the Cody Rhodes story is uh the Rock's daughter, Ava. I think she's just Ava now. Is she still Ava Rain? Uh, no, I think it's just Ava. I think she's just Ava now. Ava, the GM of NXT, yeah. uh, she uh, she taught me some new vocabulary because oh. one of her tweets that she put was uh, uh, like, leave me out of this, FFS. Right? Oh, I yes. I, I did see that on uh, WrestleMania when they talked about it. And then she said, you're really giving, sending me death threats over this? BFFR. And I had to Google that one. That one's <laughs> fucking real. I kind of figured that's what it was. Yeah, and so anyways, she ended up uh, deactivating her Twitter account uh, because fans are assholes. Yeah, yeah. It's wild. Yeah, it, it, she had nothing to do with it. And even that, she you know, had nothing it, to do it, with come her. on, it's wrestling. I know it gets intense, but to death threat people. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. It really is. 
I mean, it's bad enough they do it to football players, you know, or baseball players. Come on. Ugh. They're running They're running a story, man. Follow it. And and a lot of it, I think, has to do where they want to get people's mind off of the whole Vincent Rock The whole McMahon situation. Yeah, they want to get people's mind off that. I mean, I know there's a whole stock exchange thing going on with um, TKO Holdings and, and The Rock, like he's going to be owning most of it, or he's going to be Tony Khan's you know, new guy or get rid of Tony Khan or whatever they're going to do. But Nick, Nick Khan. Nick Khan, I'm sorry. Tony Khan was the other the other Khan. My, my bad, Tony. Come on, man. You're the Khan, man. Good. You should know these things. Oh, see, see, that was the best callback <laughs> of the night. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, no, uh, this is really convenient timing for them to be running this storyline. And one thing I did notice is that there was more outrage online about Cody potentially losing his main event spot than the whole Vince McMahon allegations in the first place. It must be working then. It's wild. It's wild. Yeah. So if you say that, then they're then they're doing what it's supposed to be doing. They were even handing out Cody signs. We want Cody signs in the building. They were handing them out to the fans. Okay. There's reports that that they were handing them out. Uh, on uh, on Monday night, uh, Becky Lynch qualified for the Elimination Chamber match in uh, Perth, Australia. And then they kind of broke it down for us, and they let us know that there's going to be a women's elimination chamber, and the winner of that match gets Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania. Okay. So far, Becky's qualified, and uh, next week on Monday night, it's going to be Liv versus somebody else to qualify. Now, who, who, I forgot, I'm trying, to, trying to remember. Who did Becky fight? Was it Bianca or was it um? It was not Bianca. Who she probably gets, or was it uh? Becky, who did Becky fight on Monday? Yeah, I forgot who she fought. Yeah, I don't remember either. Let's find out. We're bad. We're horrible wrestling fans. No, you're supposed to remember the winners, not the losers. Well, I guess there is that. February 5th. Oh, she defeated Shayna Baszler. That's right, because um, she um, yeah, because I remember Shayna was putting on the 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 judo gear or whatever before this match. Yeah, okay. Uh, it she, was a good was match. Funny. Now that I remember, yeah, it. She, uh, Shayna was with uh, was tag teaming with somebody. I forgot who. It was Zoe Stark. Fu- What's that? She tags with Zoe. Oh yeah, she tagged with Zoe against uh, Piper and uh, Sarah Green, Chelsea. Chelsea Green, Chelsea Green, Sarah Green's the other one, Chelsea Green. And I'm thinking, wow, Shayna Baszler's the only one that's not married to another wrestler. Dang, that's funny. Because all three of those are married to wrestlers. I wouldn't call what Matt Cardona does wrestling. I'd call it running. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, though. I like Chelsea Green. She's doing really well. Yes. And then next week, it's going to be Liv versus Zoe to qualify for the chamber. So, I mean, Liv's probably going to win that match. Yeah. And I think so Liv's you know, got a big push right now. At least yeah, she should. So that's exciting. I hate, I hate to have her be, you know, jobber just for this crap. Don't make her a Miz. Yeah, I'm really not cool with the way they're doing Miz right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Miz as a babyface, to tell you the truth. Well, then then heal him, man. Make him do something. Yeah, heal him up. I say I say heal him out. I do I do agree with that. Yeah, I like I liked his uh his uh reality show. Yeah. Oh, you know, I watched a little bit of it. It's it's really hard to watch, to tell you the truth. No, his his kids are so adorable and his and his mother in law is just hilarious. His mother in law is annoying. Oh my gosh. Well she, she quit drinking trouble. so she's like a, she she's quit always, drinking so she's a little better now. She's like a child. She's always causing trouble. Is it still well, going? Well, yeah, or else you know why why have a show? You know, you gotta start you gotta have an antagonist or a protagonist is it, somewhere. Is it still going? I don't think so. I know. I just started uh, watching the uh, Bianca Belair Montez. Oh yeah, love in WWE. Yeah. How's that one? 
It's kind of cool because it's like they show her dad and he's just all proud of his girl. She's got the bling, man, the EST hat, the big jacket. It's like, dude, you are supportive. Of like, a, You know what I mean, man? Like, that's, that's her cool. biggest fan, dude. It's like, that is so that's cool. cool. Your dad, your dad's so into your, your, your thing that he's wearing all your gear. That's awesome. That is. Uh, but, you know, they're, 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 during the show, I, I don't want to throw any spoilers, but, you know, you got to check it out. They have a lot of uh, behind-the-scenes WWE stuff? Yeah, yeah. Like Total Divas did? Yeah. But most of it is like her family, though. That's cool. Uh, Here's a name I never heard of before this week. Rossi Ogawa. So Rossi Ogawa created Stardom. And uh, I guess, I'm not quite sure, but I guess he sold stardom to a company called bushi road who also owns new japan pro wrestling and bushi road uh had rossi basically as like the president right the booker and he was in charge of it and all these different things and so recently he was ousted uh from stardom he was he was terminated uh from stardom and the reason that was given was because he was basically a pipeline to WWE. And that didn't really make a lot of sense because the only stardom person that went to WWE in the last few years is Kyrie Sane. But she was previously there. And so I'm assuming Triple H already had her phone number, you know? Right. Um, so, anyways, he did a he did an interview recently, and uh what he what what was what came of that was uh he was going to leave stardom because he did not like the way that the company was treating him or the other wrestlers and neither did some of the wrestlers. So he gave his notice, but before he could finish up his time there, they found, they tried, you know, they looked for a reason to get rid of him and they found it. And that was it. Apparently uh, he's going to his next journey in life. He's going to start a new wrestling promotion. I don't oh. know what this means. I don't know if it's going to be another all women's company. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be in Japan. Uh, a lot of speculation is that, uh, if he was a WWE contact, he may be starting NXT Japan, which would be really insane. Whatever happened to NXT Europe or that NXT? Uh, I mean, as far as I know, it's still in the works. Yeah, because I remember they, they did it from NXT UK to to Europe. Yeah, they announced it when they closed NXT UK, uh, but as far as I know, nothing has happened since then. But I'm I'm sure they're they're planning on opening three or four different NXTs around the world. Right, but they they they, uh, they dropped like two hundred five live. I've never seen that for a while, but then it just kind of went away. I guess it didn't two hundred five live. I think they rebranded it. Yeah, to NXT Level Up. Oh, is that the same show? I don't know. I thought that was a pay per view or something. I get. I don't know. No, it's like There's a this... little uh, NXT B show. Okay, yeah, that's why I, I see some wrestlers I don't remember seeing before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. NXT is on fire, man. Uh, so, so if Rossi starts a new promotion, uh, who knows what the landscape of professional wrestling could look like, right? Um, a lot of these stardom contracts are up in March, and yeah, apparently some of these women are going to be loyal to him because they feel like the company did him dirty, and they're going to leave. Like they're they're already they're already planning on leaving in March, and so they can have a mass exodus from stardom. Who knows what's what's going to happen uh, this time? You know, maybe six months from now, uh, we'll see. Also rumored, uh, Julia, who is the New Japan Strong Women's Champion, uh, she is rumored to be going to WWE soon. But uh, she recently said that uh, she has committed to help Rossi start his new promotion, and then she's going to do her next adventure, which is likely WWE. That's so weird. It's crazy. It's wild. It's a big transition. It's almost like wrestling. having a, a third uh, political party. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Uh, let's see. Toby Keith uh, of, of TNA fame and uh, WWE guest host, country music star. He passed away today. Well, yesterday, yeah. Oh, yesterday. Whatever. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, that, that was uh, really sad because it's like I never, I haven't seen him in many, many years. I didn't know he was sick or anything. It's like, I, and then I saw him at the uh, music awards and he was just like 
totally wo- wasted away just to just a really thin, frail guy. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that at all. I didn't know that. Yeah, was, and I was just, your jaw just drops. It's like, but he's still, you know, he's out there shaking and singing. How long ago was that? Like four months ago. Or whenever the, it, I don't know if it was the Country Music Awards. I think it was the Country Music Awards. I just uh, saw the, uh, the clip of him. Because I remember, you know, he's a big guy. I, I think we even, uh, I don't remember if I saw him in concert before or not. I've, I've been to a lot of concerts, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have to 1,500 in my life. Speaking of concerts, uh, this next news bit was for Xavier, but he couldn't make it, but I'll go ahead and give it anyway. AEW star and Fozzie singer Chris Jericho appeared on stage at a recent Pantera concert where he performed the song Walk. Wow. Band. That's wild, right? Well, like Pantera is my favorite band of all time. I haven't really followed the new Pantera that since they've gotten together, I haven't really heard them. But, you know, I love Zach Wild and, uh, and you got Rex, but, you know, it's like, it's just the, the thing, the things Dimebag Daryl did for Pantera, it's just, all you can do is just replicate it. Yeah. It's hard to add on to that without going your own way. But that's yeah. not to say Zach Wild can't fucking rock, man. <laughs> I didn't know Zach Wild uh took a spot though. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I know, uh, I know Zach Wild from when he was in the Aussie band. Yeah, and then he he does um uh, Black Label Society. Yeah, BLS. Band. Yeah. It's funny because yeah. I used to be like back in the early two thousands, uh late nineties, early two thousands, I was a uh a frequent Ozfest goer. Wow! And, uh, the main stage would always start off with BLS and end with Ozzy. Now, and did so Zach play Miles. for both bands? Yeah, he would play with both bands. Yeah. yeah dude, I got uh, fucking Zach Wild, dude. I was at a. He was playing a private show in El Segundo in 1982, 92, 1992. Okay, okay, that makes more sense. It was a private show at a private club, and uh, I was there, and this dude was so wasted, man. Oh, my God. But he kept playing. He kept playing, and he'd hot hawk a loogie, and it would land on his face, but he'd keep playing, man. It's like, dude, that's gross, but you rock and shit, right? So then he, like, jumps up on the railing, and he's standing over, like, everybody in the front row, and before you could even blink, he just fucking whips his dick out, dude, and you're like, oh, fuck. And you can't look away fast enough. You're like, oh, shit, dude. Zach Wild standing over me with his dick out. Because he still got Oh, God, he still got it out. <laughs> and I should not know that the man's a natural blonde, dude. Because it's like, that's not right, man. You can't do that to people, dude. Oh, my goodness. But fucking rock and roll, right? <laughs> Hell, yeah. Rammstein pulls out a fake dick. What? Oh, who did? Rammstein. Oh, yeah. Do Haas. And it sprays all over the crowd too. That's a band on my bucket list that I really want. I really want to I see them live them. once. I see them live once. It was it was Ramstein, System of a Down, and Slipknot. Wow. Pledge of Allegiance, two thousand four. Wow. Okay. You yeah, did, well, that, that's a show, dude. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and lucky for these guys, I met my mosh pit quota in two thousand four. Yeah, same, same, same. I used yeah, to. I don't need I to prove nothing mosh, no more, man. I unless, used to unless, mosh so course, much. Unless, of course, I don't know why I had to do this, but a couple years ago, I put on a Santa suit and got into a Guar mosh pit. <laughs> and I showed up to a Guar concert in a Santa suit, dude. That's and a, that's it was insane. so funny because people were wasted and they're like rubbing their eyes, looking at me like, "Am I really looking at Santa, Santa in a Guar mosh pit?" <laughs> Day. But I tell you, you can't last but 60 seconds in a Santa suit because you overheat so much getting in that pit. And then, of course, nobody really wants to hit Santa, so they just kind of you know, bounce off you and shit. Dance around you and shit. But I didn't get covered in any dye or blood or, you know, shit they squirt out. <laughs> kind of, I'm kind of bummed about that, too. I never got I never got dyed on or anything like that when I was marching. At a Guar show? Oh, Guar. Okay, no. I, I Guar, because they do. They just cut things off and squirt. They have, Hoses lined up all night long just to squirt shit on people. Oh, you know, I've seen people spray like they've broken the uh, those glow sticks and thrown that all over the crowd. That was pretty no, weird. They, they, they simulate like cutting a head off and then a big tube of 
you know, oh, you know, oh wow, just come oh, wow. squirting all over everybody, and then they'll wave the head around like ah, squirting everybody, dude. It's that's not crazy. quite as bad as going to an ICP concert and getting hit with Fago, though, man. That's a, that's a little nicer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool. Uh, the next the next bit of news is uh, TNA president Scott Demore uh, was fired, and there's not really a reason why. Uh, Scott Demore, he's been with TNA since 2003. He worked his way up to president of the company. And uh, in the few years he's been president, he's really turned the company around. Uh, he's gotten he he helped bring back the name TNA, which is a big thing. Uh, he got the fanfare back. He got the roster where it needed to be. He repaired the relationship with New Japan. He even brokered a new relationship with AAA, and uh, they the company is setting records. Uh, the last pay per view was their first TNA pay per view as 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 TNA again. Hard to kill. They set attendance records. They set pay-per-view buy records. Uh, it was great. And uh, I was excited to be on the TNA bandwagon once more. Uh, but today, they terminated his contract because they, Anthem Sports, who's the parent company, wants to be more hands-on. So Anthem Sports wants one of their executives, the president of Anthem Sports, is now the president of TNA Wrestling. Okay. Pretty wild. The fans are yeah, pretty upset I, I, about it. I, I need to follow TNA more. Yeah, they're really good, man. They they've been doing some good stuff. Nick Nemeth is there. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you know who that is. The Wanted Man. And Mustafa Ali is going to be there soon. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen him in a minute. Yeah, he's around. He's doing he's doing his little world tour thing. So who's gonna get uh, a Monet, dude? Uh, so so earlier today uh, on AEW Dynamite, Tony Khan had a major announcement. His announcement was that on March thirteenth, they're gonna have AEW Dynamite Business Day, and it's yes. gonna be in Boston. Boston, B O S S. T-O-N is what I saw on the screen when he was talking about it. Oh. And it's business day, and Monet calls herself the CEO. So, and as we all know, she's from Boston. So, I think that in five weeks, on March 13th, Monet makes her AEW debut. Right. The the kayfabe, I think, is from Boston. She's really from Iowa, though. Oh really? Damn yeah. it! They lied to us. No, I mean she plays that persona. She may have lived in Boston for a while. Yeah, she so maybe if, she. If grew you heard her Boston backstory, she's she's from Iowa. Where's Snoop from? L.A. Oh, Compton. Right, right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Well, he was Long. He lived in Long Beach. Long, Beach, Long Beach. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. they were related somehow. You know. Uh, I think uh, their dads are brothers or something like that. But yeah, I just get, think of that Polly Shore line. He goes, "Are you like inbred where your mom's your dad, your dad's your brother?" <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I think that that's going to be her debut on on uh, in Boston. Okay. On AEW Dynamite, which is crazy because we you know with the addition of Diana Perrazzo recently and Tony Storm and Mariah May also recently. This AEW women's division is heating up, and now with 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 Mercedes Monet coming in, like things are just about to get wild. They AEW. really need her, dude. Because they're as far as the women's division, AEW is is like way subpar to to WWE's, and not even near NXT's right now. I mean, yeah. their women's division is freaking damn, dude. And the, the and the way that they most of them fought in the Royal Rumble too. They called up a lot of them. Yeah, Will it be NXT. Yeah, they called up a lot of NXT women. I think there's only the two. Roxanne and well, Tiffany. Well, you know what? They're probably WWEs now, but I keep thinking of them as NXTs because I remember them from there. Oh yeah, there's a lot of recent call ups like Indy Hartwell. Uh, she's on the main yeah, roster yeah. now. 
Uh, um, Tiffany Stratton got Tiffany Stratton. I think is calling her up now too. Yeah, but she not. They called her up after the Rumble. But she didn't fight in the Rumble though either. I don't know why. Yes, she did. Tiffany Stratton. Stratton did. Or she was like she was twenty nine or something like that, right? Tiffany. I don't know. She was in there though. She was uh, holding on to Bianca's uh, braid. And then uh, that's when they both got knocked right, out. That's right. I thought she came in like really, really late, like number twenty. Yeah, she came in really late. She did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you. Yeah. All right. It's okay, dude. I'm. I'm. I'm bad. <laughs> I mean, just, well, they they move people around a lot, um, and then a lot of those girls just came up before before the Rumble. right, like Caden and Katana. Right. They just came up. Um, Indy Hartwell just came up. Um, Zoe Stark came up a while ago, but I still feel like she's pretty new. Yeah. Um, who else? I don't know. Uh, Sarah Logan, uh, Valhalla, she's still fairly new too. I keep Actually, she's been around quite a while. She's just new as that role. She's new in that role. Yeah, 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 exactly. She used to be with the, uh, the Riot Squad. Remember the Riot Squad, dude? Oh, Remember yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. That was, she was the third one in, in the Riot Squad. Yes, she was. Yeah, so she's been around a minute. Before that, she was Crazy Mary Dobson, and I interviewed her. <laughs> did you watch uh, NXT Vengeance Day? Yes, I did. What did you think of the show overall? I I really liked it. I, I liked the um uh the the the, the Joe Gacy match. He was fighting Dijak, I think it was. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, Dijak. I, I don't he, like either one of them, so I skipped both of their matches. No, Joe Gacy was amazing. He, he did the whole thing, the table match, and he he's got some moves that you never you don't normally see. So I he kind of keeps me entertained. He is. Um, Dijak is uh, just a humongous, you know, brawler type of guy. I can imagine him and Gunther going at it. I feel like uh, they were trying to make Joe Gacy into like. A new Bray Wyatt, and then when Bray Wyatt died, they kind yeah. of like pulled the plug on that. I could see where you come up with that. He could also just try to be a crazy guy, and, yeah. and that. And, but Bray had his own way of you know doing the whole fiend thing with that. And, and yeah, that whole, yeah. Uh, but he was like a crazy guy that was also like a cult leader. The Funhouse. <laughs> uh, yeah, all that stuff, all that crazy stuff. Yeah, but that used those... to annoy the shit out of me, dude. I was like, God, stop it already, man. You're so dumb. I hate and it took a while for it to click in that it's part of the, the bit, you know? I, I never liked it. It was always annoying to me. Like, I'm always like, if, you know, if I brought in a friend to introduce to wrestling and they sat here and watched this, I would be so embarrassed. Yeah. That's what I feel but, sometimes, you know? Yeah, but it's hard to, like, when you're in the middle of the work, you, it's hard to see that, that what it is until it's, like, like you know, like an M Night Shyamalan movie, you know, like at the end, and oh, so that was why he. Oh, okay, I get it now. <laughs> yeah, like the end of uh, uh, Fight Club, you're like, oh, I get everything now. It all yeah, makes sense oh, to me now. That's why he had big tits. Bray he Wyatt was, never got his promo out though. Like he came back, and he was remember he came back and he kept trying to do a promo, and he was hemming and hawing, and then he never really got it out, and then he just passed away abruptly. So it's yeah. like we're never gonna know where that was going, which is kind of sad because, like, he's so good. Like, I would have loved to see where that was going. Um, uh, I think one of the last times I saw WWE live in here in Connecticut, he he appeared and he they didn't. It was after everything, everything. so it was like a bonus match for the for the people in the stands, and uh, he came out and did his spooky shit, and it was it was really cool, and then. I mean, it was probably like a month before he passed. It was like, it's, you know, it was, I got to see him live that soon. That's cool. That I happened. saw him live uh, WrestleMania 31 against John Cena. Was it John Cena? No, The Undertaker. Yeah, where they did the whole. Yeah. Everybody was mad. Everybody was mad because Bray Wyatt and The Undertaker had a match in an outdoor building during the daytime. I used to. Uh, like the whole when she, he had control of Alexa Bliss, she she did that whole dark, you know, doll character man. Yeah, that was that so was crazy. Silly. She she worked that so well. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope she comes back soon. Well, yeah, she's had a baby. She'll be back. Yeah. Uh, uh, so what did you think about uh, Baron Corbin and Braun Breaker being the uh, Dusty Classic tag team winners? I, I, I like it. I, I'm, I'm glad they gave uh, Baron Corbin something because he's, he's he's been without something for a while. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. I'm not a big Baron Corbin fan, but he's been around for a while. He's been putting in some good work, so it is good that they did give him something. You're right. Yeah, he's, doing, he's busting out some promos and, and, and slapping some people around. So yeah, I think he's doing good with that. Uh, Braun Breaker, I'm surprised is, is still where he is. My favorite, uh, my favorite Baron Corbin is when uh, the original NXT Baron Corbin, when he would beat people up and then yell, "Go back to Ring of Honor." No, Happy Corbin is the best one. <laughs> he kept him and uh, uh, you know Madcap would come out there just bringing jokes off each other, cracking each other up with the shirt and the hat, dude. That was. That was my favorite Corbin. <laughs> they uh they they showed some a little bit of uh I don't want to say dissension, uh more like a miscommunication uh between Mello and Trick and that's how they lost. That's how Baron Corbin and uh and uh, Braun Breaker ended up winning. Um so we're we're building to something later with those guys as well. They're probably going to turn on each other. Probably. Uh what do you think about this new uh NXT North American Champion? Obi Femi, he came out of nowhere. Yeah, um, big I, I, boy. I, yeah, I really didn't have much feeling for that match. It was just kind of yeah, eh. yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like uh, you know they want to get this guy over. You know he's not great. He's just a big guy, and uh, I feel like they're wasting Dragon Lee kind of. Yeah, like Dragon Lee could be doing so much more better things right now. Well, maybe he will be. Yeah, he probably will be eventually. And then uh, in our main event of the night, uh, Ilya Dragunov uh, defeated Trick Williams to def- successfully defend uh, the NXT world title. And after the match, oh my gosh, after this match was over, uh, uh, Carmelo was uh, consoling Trick Williams. And he's like, it's Trick Melo game forever, Trick Melo game forever. And then Melo walks directly behind Trick and the crowd went crazy. Right. And then the chop block, and then he beat him down, and Mello turned on, on Trick at the end of this show. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm thinking that's a setup for, you know, something between them two. I feel like, uh, I feel like what they're doing is uh, they're going to have Trick and Mello, you know, have the big match, and then Trick's going to win, and then Mel's going to go up to the main roster officially. Right. Because I, I can see them taking Mel up there. Yeah, absolutely. I was hoping they'd go together, uh, but apparently when when uh, Trick Williams showed up on SmackDown a couple weeks ago to help Carmelo Hayes out, he got such a huge ovation that the SmackDown officials were like, oh, this is interesting, and they were really taken aback by it. So they may have, you know, they may keep Trick Williams in NXT for a little bit longer, and wait for an opportunity to bring him in a big way. Right. So that'd be cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, so that, 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 uh, that whole um, match, the whole uh, NXT was good. Yeah, it was pretty good. I felt like uh, it wasn't enough on its own as a full pay-per-view. You know, there was... Uh, there was a there was a women's title match. It was Roxanne Perez and Lyra Val Lyra Valkyria, uh, yeah. and during the match, Lola Vice cashed in her uh, NXT Superstar Breakout contract to make it into a triple threat match, which really pissed off Roxanne. Yeah, that was kind of confusing as to why she did it in the middle of the match when, when nobody was really had their asses kicked yet. Yeah, well, it looked like like Lyra was was done for at that point. Maybe that's why I don't know. And, and, and I love when she starts throwing those kicks, dude. Do, 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 do. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's crazy. She's, yeah, she gets I, down with that. Yeah, Lola Vice is, is she's she's developing pretty well. She's she's turning out very good. She has a background in MMA. Uh, before yeah, I don't know who she did like the you know when she when she does that flying hip, you know, into somebody. Yeah, she must have hit somebody's lipstick perfect because she had like this lip print on her uh, on her hip there. 
That's <laughs> hilarious. Was, yeah, she must have hit somebody's makeup really good. <laughs> it was probably Roxanne because she got Roxanne good. Yeah, because she would have been the first one she got. Welcome back. Thank you, thank you. Sorry, I had to sneeze for a second there. That's cool, man. Yeah, Hell yeah. Man. Hey, so let's go back to this whole Cody Rose thing because this has really been just something, man. The wrestling fans have just gone absolutely crazy online. And like they're they're doing it in the building a little bit. Uh there was a situation where I guess the rock got booed, whatever. And uh on Monday they're even chanting uh Rocky sucks, which is crazy. Like I feel like uh like let let it let it play out a little bit before you judge too much. Like the rock is back and the rock is one of the greatest of all time. And just because you know we don't know where this is going doesn't mean it's horrible yet. Right. Absolutely. Hell yeah. yeah what do you I think mean, about it? I think everybody's getting way too angry about it. It's like how many times does a work like this happen? You know, it's like step back, just let it play out a bit. Don't go crazy. Don't be sending death threats to people, man. That's dumb, oh my man. Gosh, death threats. Especially That's to his daughter. What did she do? Right. And she's like, she like, chill. you know, she's a she's an actress on NXT at this point. Like, what power does she have? What can she do anyway? Even if she wanted well, to help. unless somebody hated The Rock that much that you know, they wanted something to happen to her. That's even worse, man. That is even worse. And then that's uh, horrible to think that way, man. Ricochet and uh, Sami Zayn, uh, they both thought that they were so beloved that they were bulletproof, and they both made comments on Twitter about the fans, and they both ended up deleting their tweets because the fans were going crazy. Dang. Yeah, it's wild. But the more I think that this is a work, the funnier it is that people are being like this. Oh yeah, and it's even funny. The funniest. Thing uh, it's it's all. like it's like people got to be angry. What's that? Oh, go ahead. No, I thought you said I interrupted you. I'm sorry. Oh no, go ahead. I'll, I'll say after. No, it's it's like how people are getting so angry. It kind of reminds me of like the whole Taylor Taylor Swift thing. You know, they show her for 20 seconds and ah. <laughs> it's 20 seconds man chill <laughs> and i'd rather look at her than the fat shirtless dudes in a freezing stadium <laughs> no i was gonna say it's crazy it's funny that they're going so crazy uh because nothing is even official yet there's no matches that are official yeah it's it's just uh i, I don't get people's reactions but that kind of like I just said, I, I get entertained by these by the by these things. Yeah, no, it's crazy. It's fun. It's fun. It really is. Like, I hope uh I just hope that everything works out. I hope that Cody uh gets his world title at the end of the day. And, yeah. Um, Finishes yeah, the we'll story. See. I, I don't want them, I don't want the fans to make the rock feel like he's not welcome because I feel like he's he should be beloved. And they should like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I think one of the biggest rated shows is when he came out and did that. Did, uh, uh, to to uh, Jinder Mahal for some reason. I don't know why. And that was recently. Yeah, exactly. And, they, and he, he crushed it. Everybody was like, you know, on cloud nine after he told off Jinder Mahal, of all people. And he even said at the end, should I be the head of the table? And the crowd went wild. Yeah. So, yeah, they're getting a little bit... uh. I don't know, man. It's like you ask for it and then they give it to you and then you get mad about it. How dare you? Yeah. That's that's them youngins, dude, man. <laughs> they, don't, they don't appreciate nothing. They don't appreciate shit. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, we can look forward to uh, uh, Revolution, uh, AEW's next pay-per-view. We don't have to read yeah. it. I, I like um, the um, match I saw tonight with um, uh, Hangman. Hangman Swerve 3? Yeah. Uh, um, I've been liking uh, Hangman a lot more lately. I don't know why. I, I don't know. He, for some reason, he's he's been far more entertaining than he normally ever was. Yeah. Swerve really, brought, Swerve really brought his dark side out. You know what's really messed up is I always mix up Swerve and Trick. <laughs> I always like, I'll, I'll be talking about NXT and I'll say Swerve and they go, you mean Trick, right? I'm like, ah, yeah. 
The swerve and trick the names <laughs> kind of just interchange with me for some reason. They so. both have braids. <laughs> if I call one of the if I call one the other, you'll know what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm a I'm a huge fan of Swerve. I, I like Swerve a lot. And uh he's yeah, doing they dropped some a good, good promos tonight, you know, and then the whole surprise of uh oh you're gonna have all fight for you know the shit. Although although I gotta agree with Samoa Joe, they both lost. Neither one of yeah. them won, neither one of them should get a title shot. I do agree with Samoa Joe on that. I like Samoa Joe uh when he he did the uh twisted metal show. I, don't oh, I didn't watch that. that. Was it good? It is it's him, but it's not his voice, but but you can still picture him saying these these words. But they, they, they have another voice for him. But I think he might have been practicing these vocal techniques to play this character Sweet Tooth from the game Twisted Metal. I that don't know makes if sense because he does have a lot more uh range with his voice lately. He does, and but for some reason they're not using his voice. I don't know why. Well, I think know, he's a great voice hard. actor as well. You can't you can't be under the mask and the voice at the same time, probably. Well, they could re- they could record his voice. Oh, that's it. true. You're right. I guess they could. Yeah. So I don't. I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I'm not the director, so I, I don't have. A but that's also that, that's but. also twice the acting for him. Right. Maybe they don't want to pay him for twice. The... Yeah, they don't want to pay him for two act for two gigs. No, but I think he's really good in that show, and I think lately he's got like that whole vocal, you know, commanding thing better now. Yeah, I agree. Not that I he feel... never did before. He he was always good with that. He's always good with his intimidation factors. Yeah, but he's better now. Yeah, I love his promos. I love his enemy work. I love everything he does. So Samoa Joe is the only wrestler that I'll listen to him cut a promo, and I will physically clap my hands. <laughs> right? Because he is so amazing. Hell yeah! My wife came out to the garage the other night. And she's like, "What are you clapping about?" I was like, Samoa Joe's kind of promo. He's great. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's funny. Every time I see you clap, I'm going to go, hey, Samoa Joe kind of promo. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be after your set, you can say that. Yeah. Be clapping for you. Give it up for Danny Bazone. Samoa Joe. <laughs> you, uh, Danny, thanks for joining me. Do you want to uh, plug some social media? Um, I'm Pretty much just on Facebook right now. I do have an Instagram. I don't check it very often. TikTok somehow I, I don't have access to. And uh-oh, Twitter I haven't uh-oh. been on since Iron Sheik stopped telling me to go fuck myself. So it's at D Bazongas on Facebook. I got most of my shit there. I mean Facebook I mean Facebook and uh, Instagram, same uh, at D Bazongas. I'm on Twitter too, but I don't go there. <laughs> Yeah, so you can go look at his old tweets. Yeah, you can while you're there, you can see my MySpace too, my old MySpace. Oh, dude! One time I went to my old MySpace, I was like, "Oh, what pictures did I never see for you know ever seen for a long time?" It was crazy. It was like a uh, like a museum of my life. Yeah, and that's what I love to do on Throwback Thursdays. Go on MySpace. Nice, hell yeah! Hey, why did I have this Godsmack song in the background the whole time? <laughs> that's so weird right the music and the profiles that was so weird yeah i missed that you, you can't go in myspace at nighttime because people are sleeping but you know the guy tom remember tom he was your first friend when yeah, you went on to myspace absolutely yeah it was funny because uh he was he, he tweeted something and somebody tried to burn him saying yeah says the guy who can't even run a social media site and he and he burned back with yeah says the guy who sold that for 560 million dollars while you try to slave for half a day's off, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, dude, wow, that's for five hundred sixty million dollars, dude. And then that's it, successful. It I mean, that's yeah, he made, success. Yeah, and then, but you know, Zuckerberg makes you know that every day. Yeah, yeah, probably. probably. Yeah, him and Elon, man, they make the money. All I know is that uh, uh, Justin Timberlake was one of the people that purchased MySpace, and he announced that he was going to. Uh, rebranded as new MySpace and relaunch it, but that was like 10 years ago. Yeah. Is, is he the one that dropped 560 mil on it? Uh, I think he was partial of the people. I think it was like a group of people that bought it or something. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but you can find me on MySpace. 
at Funky Sam Medina uh, or Funky any other Sam social Medina, media. MySpace. That, yeah, doesn't, MySpace that was, doesn't actually was, exist because I wasn't that then. I wasn't Funky Sam Medina then. No, I wasn't Danny Bazanga's before 2021. Dang. No, I've been Funky Sam Medina probably since about 2013. Right now. Before that, Way to be was, funky uh, for for eleven years. Hell yeah! Before that, yeah, I get... SM Punk. <laughs> That's a whole other world. SM Punk, That's like Santa Monica. Uh, no, like my initials. Oh. <laughs> SM Hell Punk, yeah. I like it. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Awesome, Danny. Well, thank you for, so much for joining me, man. It was fun. All right, bud. Thank you, man. <laughs> <laughs>